pumpkin spice and everything nice. It's the reason you love the season. And this fall, you can get it all at Prairie Gardens. So dress your door with autumn galore, like unique wreaths handmade in Illinois. Add more accents with fall candle scents. All the decor to fall in love with your home all season long. You'll love bringing fall home at prices that make it all easy, exclusively at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, boutique, framing, and the best in seasons and home decor. Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So feel free to come on in and uh, join us. We have our plant experts standing by. They include Marianne Metz. Morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And finally, good morning, Steve Brown. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Real quick, if you want to call in, the phone number is 217-356-9397. Works out to 356-WDWS. Ooh. Or you can text us. Make a little little mnemonic device, you know, sure. help you remember. I have to remember <laughs> WDWS first. <laughs> okay. Don't challenge me too much. Okay. <laughs> and if you want to text, it's 351-5357. All right. Before we get started on today going forward, I have to congratulate you guys and thank you for putting on another fabulous fall festival last Saturday. Wasn't that awesome? It, it really was. And I have to... I have to paraphrase what my daughter-in-law and her sister said my daughter-in-law said you know we love coming here every year and it's not just the grandkids we all have a lot of fun too (laughs) and I said yeah that's great and then her sister said and it keeps getting better every year so even better oh well they they all loved the train edition wasn't that awesome so it was fun that was was. very well received good yes you had a and just yeah, everybody having a great time, and once again, you guys put on a terrific festival, and and we ordered perfect weather, and we got it. <laughs> yes, so that's right. <laughs> yeah, they were they were super organized, and I think they uh, really were having yeah. the extra face painters certainly helped too. Yeah, it did. That was yeah. very popular. Yeah, a couple very. hiccups, but not much. So, yep, good, good. Yep, it was we a fun day. Very pleased and yep. grateful for everybody who came out to participate. Yes, it was that's a lot terrific. of fun. So, all right. Any gardening going on, kids? If you c- consider um, pulling plants out of the pots, gardening, it's I It's a step. Guess. It's a part of the process, yeah. right? You know what I'm doing is th- my combo pots, and I've got them, you know, everywhere. But um, <laughs> yeah, I walk by one, and something's looking really tired, and I just pull the plants out. It's amazing how everything else has grown so much that it looks kind of okay without just one or two plants. The, the or they or two filled that back in. Yeah, it's just yeah. amazing. So... Uh, you know, I'm still looking at stuff back here. We've still got pansies and gra- a few grasses, annual grasses, and just little mums, just all sorts of things you can plop back in there and get that fall color. Absolutely, right. yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm doing. Put them back in. Yep. And what I like, too, is when you remove the stuff that's kind of on its way out, it just looks cleaner. It does. That's exactly right. Exactly. It's just like sweeping the floor. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to do anything else. Just sweep the floor, and it just looks like all new again, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah, and that's a perfect opportunity to, to put some pumpkins in there. Oh, yeah. The, the flowers around it. Wow. Those heirlooms. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those are just lovely. The heirloom pumpkins. Uh, and yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some beautiful ones out there. A great pop of color. And you have the odd ones that are all bumpy or different colors and shapes gnarly that's a good word 
Yeah, and, and I have found out with my pumpkin vine, although it probably won't have pumpkins this year, uh, not a time anyway for Halloween. However, uh, <laughs> it is a person. The, the it, eternal optimist. The yeah, Christmas, I'm going to have at least not for Halloween. Maybe, the the maybe Christmas pumpkin. Maybe yeah. Thanksgiving. Hey. Yeah, there you, you know, go. here's what we should do. We should save a few little pumpkins and <laughs> take them over and set them out. <laughs> set them in out in the middle of the night. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Tamara. <laughs> I would be dumb enough to think they grew overnight. <laughs> because I'll tell you, boy, does it grow quickly. And I realized that it's for a person who has OCD like I do it, it's a dream because it's so neat when it grows it's just leaf to the left leaf to the right a little bit of vine leaf to the left leaf to the right a little more vine and oh it's just so uniform really it's my favorite <laughs> plant right now <laughs> that's awesome well, something that's green and growing is your favorite plant well that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome but yeah what, uh, well what'd you do John oh uh, I've been uh you know how it's been so dry. No, I hadn't noticed that. Oh, my goodness. Huh. You know, other than watering. Uh, of course, the hostas are starting to yeah. decide. Uh, look look a little tired. Yeah, they're, look they're, a little tired. They're really so, ready. So yeah. I've, been, I've been cleaning those up. So, yeah, for sure. So it looks a little more Good. tidy. And, uh, Doesn't that make yeah. a difference? <sighs> Absolutely. It just, like, refreshes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because I've been, uh, throughout my past couple of years, at our house now, I've been pulling out bushes and shrubs where I don't really like them and whatnot. And now I've got everything all cleaned out in our front rock garden, you know, to start fresh. Nice. And I looked back at a photo of the house before we bought it, and uh-huh. it's like, oh my gosh, I pulled a lot of stuff out. <laughs> but it does. It looks just so clean and fresh now. And That's and great. I can't wait to... A nice palette. Yes. That's exactly yeah. what it is. That's awesome. And then, of course, now that some of the shrubberies are on sale someone's going to have to pick a few up some to Mm -hmm. add this fall (laughs) oh my gosh so what are you thinking about uh i'm thinking about the ilex reticulata the winter berries yeah i have a spot on the west side of my house where we cleaned out some more of the timber and i think right along the edge it'll be a really neat this could be a nice addition. Yeah. And it's a boy and a girl in a pot, so yeah. you're always going to have berries unless one of them dies. But, yeah, you know. Okay. So it's a deciduous plant, more winter hardy mm-hmm. than an evergreen holly yep. would be. Yeah. So it should do very well for you. Profuse red berries. Just huge numbers of red berries on the bush. So well, Does it need full sun or partial it can sun? Do, Both. It can do half day okay which is another great thing about it they're really nice for that so they're a nice shrub in in the growing season but they really show off in the fall and winter and the birds love them yeah the fall colors pretty good it's a it's a a good yellow Yellow, color yeah Yeah. and so the neat part about it is you have the contrast with that and the red berry at the same time that's really so it looks a little bit more special Yeah, yeah very striking and they're starting to berry up looking good what's the other berry shrub that looks so fabulous right now Ooh, the beauty berry Ooh. what all two of them or three of them that are left oh there's no there was about a half a dozen oh, there? yesterday yeah. when i left they're, that they're doesn't mean they're the, out there some now, of the nicest ones i've seen period. oh my gosh the, the in fact this i brought this fine gardening this morning um I it has a, an article about beauty berries in it uh so many different ones in the market but the americana the um uh species is has a 
big berry on it that's really a neat purple. And then one, the, the one that we have, early amethyst, I believe it is, isn't it? I think that's right. Um, little tiny berries, and they cluster. You can, uh, I know everybody can't see this picture, but you can, Tamara. Yes. So you can see how the berries cluster around the the. The leaves, the uh-huh. joint, le- the leaf joint where it uh, attaches to the stem. It appeals to my OCD. It's, it's very orderly. Conce- very concentric, <laughs> very isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And there's so many different ones. I, I we don't have them, but I'm hoping I can find them next year. Um, a variegated, two variegated forms, a purple leaf form, a white berried form. I've, oh, I've had this before. But yeah, there's a lot of things you can do for fall color, and berries are one of them. And I think that's a great addition to John's garden. That's that'd a great be fun. suggestion. Yeah, I love fun. that that beauty berry uh, color, the purple, with all the everything starting to shut down, and you get the yellows and the the burgundies and all the colors where I it's t- a nice contrast. To me, it's an unexpected fall color. Is it a zone four? Do you remember? Zone four. I'd be tempted almost if you could if you had a really large container to have that in a container, even if it was just for a year or two. It'd be interesting, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, just arching pretty. out with all those purple berries, yeah. spraying out over into the f- really have it out there early showing winter. off. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. That'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, another hmm. idea. He says. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> Mr. Brown. Oh, go uh, ahead. You were planting um, trees. This I, I got some trees planted last Sunday afternoon. Great. So I was just happy with that, and and yeah, it was super dry. And I'm still dry. I, I haven't had these two uh, nearly inch rains that some of the folks in Champaign-Urbana have had here hmm. this what, last week. Last week, what did I say, an inch and a quarter uh-huh. at my house? And this morning when I left home and it was still raining, it was nine-tenths. So, you know, a couple inches in a week is, yes, good. Yeah, yeah that's that's the point where you're getting that much rain, and then you can think, okay, maybe I don't have to water for maybe a while. Maybe I don't, yeah. But if, but if you haven't had those like I haven't, you're keep on there. keeping on, right? You are out there <laughs> on that cycle, big time. But you but just can't go into the fall winter low. But Steve, don't you think that even new plantings, especially evergreens, conifers, uh, uh, broadleaf evergreens, really need a little extra water, even oh, with that? Well, if you're not underneath an overhang, if I had two inches in a week, I think I could probably coast for a. I don't know if I can coast two or for three a week. days. <laughs> I might be able to coast for three days. I might be able to coast for five days. I don't know, but yeah, don't yeah. stop watering. Yeah, don't stop watering. That's the idea. Okay. Yep. Good to know. So getting back to your trees then. Uh-huh. Um, what kind did you put in? I put in some bald cypress. Woo-hoo. So we've got a little grove of bald cypress going on. So I, that's kind of I fun. think that'll just be awesome. It's going to yeah. be so cool. Beautiful. Yeah. I'd love to Let's hope we're all around in 10 or 15 years to uh, <laughs> confirm that we're right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that's okay. Did you read Ryan Pankow's article in the News Gazette this morning? Yeah. It was all about the benefits of trees, and a whole bunch of new studies have uh, come out uh, so that you can s- they can scientifically prove that uh, trees are a huge benefit, and not only to uh, the shade cooling your house, but it also cools the air around it, uh, of course, for um, the whole uh, climate change thing. You know, the more trees, the better, but also your own personal health, like... Uh, He said, trees provide a great number of social and health benefits uh, because those who live in tree-filled communities are happier and have fewer cardiovascular health ailments. More trees and plants in our communities linked to reduced negative thoughts, reduced symptoms of depression, better moods, increased life satisfaction. And uh, one part talked about how crime actually went down. 
Yeah. So it's just, you know, amazing how, just how it just helps everybody's psyche. Yes. Thank you. I, I, overall health. It, I, I, I put that in perspective by um, the trees I've lost in the last uh, seven or eight years. Your crime has ridden and you've been depressed. There it is. Uh, See, so now you know what's wrong with me. My backyard crime is going nuts yeah. and I'm so depressed. Honestly, you can't believe what's yeah. going on in my backyard. Yeah, wow. Anyway, I, you, <laughs> you know, poor it, thing. It's, it's, even my neighbors have lost trees. Smart aleck. Um, <laughs> you didn't hear me say that, did you? No. Okay. Um, so what? <laughs> It's it's like a hole in the sky, and it really has an impact on you. And you really do. It's it's such a part of your life. Trees are, you see them, and you think, oh, there's a tree, but and then then you don't see it anymore. It's just there. It's You're just it's just part of you. Kind of like wallpaper. And then it's gone, and it's it. like, whoa, what's that? Um, and and it, it isn't just me that that impacted. Everybody around my property who saw that tree every day. And all of us that have really to work with one, her on a regular basis. have to listen to me go on and on and yeah. on about it. I have a neighbor who lost a big tree and it's like, you know, it's just hard to, to see. I mean, there's just a, well, you actually you can see better. You can see the sky. And it's like, I imagine, yeah, you're getting a lot more sunlight. It's just a different there. thing, and it really has an impact on everybody around. So it, it's really an important thing. But, you know, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal a couple uh, months ago about the impact of trees on, on the environment. And, you know, if everybody, everybody, everybody planted a couple of trees, we'd probably get rid of our issues. Wow. But that's everybody. I mean, man, everybody. we got to get everybody involved. So, so some of us will just have to do a little bit more. Have than to do the more. Average, and right? you got started. And we got started. No, you got started. started. Yeah. Okay. With a with a, a grove well, of. Well, John's of just coasting. He planted he's enough. in a forest. Yeah, he does. I do, but you know what? His psyche's good. It's it's really calming. It is. It, it really is. It just makes you feel good. It does. The only really thing does. not calming about it is wondering if that huge oak dead branch is going to land on your house <laughs> well that's true i just had that happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah one just came down and busted my satellite dish so take that yeah, he's <laughs> trying to it tell you not still, to watch so much tv it was, yeah, exactly. so, yeah. so we know what okay. we've been doing but uh, i'd still sow grass seed if oh, i want to sow grass seed oh, now especially well, where i think maybe i've got some moisture and some assistance yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm going to be mindful of the fact that i'm getting a little bit on the late end of it and so some of the bluegrass blends the bluegrass may or may not establish it'll probably germinate but it may not establish super well because it's it could be 14 to 21 days for germination on that but some of the fescues and the rye certainly are going to come up absolutely if you keep them moist and you can get those established still and and how would be good. how quickly a time uh, if you're watering them daily, uh, you could see some germ in four to seven days. Oh, that's a big difference for pretty, 21. Pretty yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. So I'd certainly be doing that. I'd be cleaning up some things that, like John was doing with his hostas, and not that they have to be cleaned up, but you know, you just enjoy the orderliness and the yes, and, yeah. and you feel like I can enjoy that part of my garden for the next month or two versus not wanting to look at it. And, yeah, uh, and obviously you got a lot of nice cool evenings to hang outside. Yes, I'm. I'm also deciding um, what to what to take out. I just didn't like that this year, so oh, it's yeah. out of here. I can relate yeah. to that. So you know, this is a great time to evaluate what did and didn't work in your yard. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a container, a, a mixed pot, Absolutely. you know, take pictures of what you did like. Yeah, because I have to because I'd forget. And, so. Yes, and and the opposite of that, or in a 
or the follow-up to what Marianne just said, what you're going to replace it with, or some projects that you haven't gotten to. So it's a perfect time to plant, especially if you're getting some oh, of this totally rainfall. Is. And yeah. The soil is more workable, easy to dig. Yeah, for uh, sure. Maybe you won't have to water as much yourself. Who knows? But uh, That's probably one of the biggest questions I get. Is it okay to plant in the fall? Oh, it's a great time to plant. Trees and shrubs, yeah. great time to plant right now. So Which, up to what point? When should... When, what should people start watching for? The frosts? Uh, uh, no. A frozen Not ground. Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't expect that answer. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember. Earlier, a little bit better. Yeah, it, it, realistically, you know, right. you don't want to be out there chipping away with a pickaxe. But right. I've, I've actually worked with um, landscapers who were planting trees in January. Seriously. Because the weather and the soil temperatures allowed. Yeah, you could get, the, get in the ground and there, you know, there would be snow for water it just on and on and on it's not the ideal thing to do but you know well and they did it probably just as much from the standpoint that they were behind and, it, exactly. and, and they're going to be it, super behind in the spring and if exactly. it's really wet and that if the ground was workable and they could get the job done check yeah it's exactly. one thing off the calendar that's mm. one more thing out of their out of their calendar but the beauty of planting right now is Prairie Gardens has almost all of their trees and shrubs on sale. Almost. Not all of them, but almost. So we've got a few shade trees, including bald cypress. 70% off, right? Yep. Fruit trees. A few fruit trees left. 70% off. A few ornamentals. Crabs, mostly, I yep, think. Mostly. Crab apples. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. When they bloomed this spring, it was beautiful. They were gorgeous. 70% off. Nice. And the, and the Japanese, Japanese maples. maples 40%. Oh. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Except yeah. for reuse and those are just a, those are a price point and those are just like I we're giving those away so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, 59.97. Gorgeous. For yeah. a true weeping Japanese maple. Beautiful oh. plant. Mature and have some really a lot of character. Yes, that's exactly uh, right. fall color coming up in a few oh, weeks. Oh gosh. I I one of the best fall colored Japanese maples I've ever had in my yard. Just like really strong orange red. Oh, it's just beautiful. Really? Oh, it's just beautiful. That sounds beautiful. And I'm sure every every year is different, but mm-hmm. can't be too much different than that. And mm. if people feel uncomfortable, then they just need to come in. I think with they need your advice, obviously, but come in with an idea of how much sunlight, how how tall you might want your your sure. particular tree or shrub to be. Um, and is that pretty much it? Ish. So, I mean, soil, I guess, or yeah, there's a, there's a, a ton lot. of things to consider when you're when you're landscaping. But yeah, you know, all of our flowering uh, shrubs, deciduous shrubs, are on sale. They're forty forty percent. Oh gosh, that's right. We did we we marked that up more forty yeah. percent off. Yeah. yeah, nice ornamental grasses, perennials. I mean, you know, we've got everything on sale right now. So come on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great time to plant. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Phone number is 356-9397. Let's go ahead and go to the phones where Sherry is calling in to join us. Good morning, Sherry. Uh, good morning. I just turned it on. Um, I have a question. I have some pine trees. <clears throat> I call them pine trees. I don't know what kind <laughs> of pine tree they are, but I have bagworms on them. And I don't know if they're active or if they're, I don't, uh, is this the time to spray them? <laughs> Which, uh, I've got it on two trees, both trees. And you said last week that you've had a lot of people coming in asking about bagworms. Yeah, sure, right? you're not the only one. We've yeah. had a lot yep. of bagworm uh, questions. It's been a, a going problem for several weeks. So what Should would I you recommend? treat them now? 
but at this time they're pretty much past treatment you really have to to treat them when they're when they're active and so at this point the best solution is to remove as many bags as you can see and get to yeah and then then next season you can use your spray and and don't throw the bags on the ground put them in nope. a bag get them away go Destroy just them. just get them out of yeah. there so it's it's important to remove as many of them as you possibly can trash or burn them and then it it's it's late spring early summer i always think of of, of holidays about spring memorial day uh, around that holiday is about when uh, the crawlers are going to be probably active so it's that's the time to spray it's a time to start scouting oh. for them. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, in fact no, what I would recommend, good, good if you can, mm-hmm. certainly remove the bags now, but just count on and listen to the show, check with a cooperative extension, give us a call uh, when other people have spotted uh, the, the, crawlers. The, the crawlers out there. Uh, we can give you that heads up if you don't see them yourself, but I almost for sure you're going to want to spray with thuricide or have somebody do it for you on these trees next year just to try and kill these young guys because you're, you're going to miss something. You're going to probably have some out there. Yeah. So that's the process. It's a long one, but. All right. Necessary. Yeah. Absolutely. So we hope that helps, Sherry. Thank you so much for calling in. Let's go back to the phone lines at 356-9397 and speak to Mary. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question. We bought a brand new to us and planted it um, early part of spring, a wisteria. Wisteria. Mm-hmm. And it's blooming. I mean, it's beautifully green. It's got runners. It's climbing up our side of the fence where we wanted it to go. But it's not blooming yet. Is that typical of a first time in the ground in the first year? It's not untypical for a younger plant not to have flowers, yeah. Uh, How big was it when you put it in? What size was the pot? Uh, It was a pretty good size. Um, The pot itself was probably, width was probably about seven, eight inches. And the height was, go ahead. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't call that a, a large one by any means uh, to start with. What time of year did you buy it? Um, it was very, very early spring. I want to say it was okay. probably April. Okay. okay, so if it was going to flower this year, you would have had it in your possession, so you would have seen it. So I wouldn't panic in any way, shape, or form. Oh, gosh, no. Uh, and, okay. and, and it could bloom next year. It may be even a couple more years before you see the flowers. But uh, okay. just don't. Like a, just it's healthy looking. It's very green, and it's great. got all these runners, and you know, wonderful. But yeah. just, if you can avoid pruning it the next good. couple of years, I'd just probably avoid pruning it so you're not cutting off potential okay. flower buds by uh, by accident, hmm. and then see okay. what you get. Yeah, for sure. That's and great. And then when though. is a good time to prune it? That's my next question. When is a good time if it starts flowering? When is a good time of year to to uh, prune it? Usually. Would, would you guys prune it after it gets done flowering a little bit to control it, or would you just go ahead? What would you do? I'd probably do it while it is flowering or just after it's flowered. If there's if there's branches that are not producing and or just in the way and you need to be smaller or something, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably do it at just at or just after flowering. Yeah, pretty pretty okay. close to to that that time after it flowers. And, and for a wisteria, when do you expect it to bloom? Would it be in the spring, in the summer? About now? Uh, it's a late spring, early summer. Okay. 
Late spring, early summer? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hopefully have flowers next spring or early summer. Thank you for, uh, for your time. Bye. Yeah. Oh, you bet. Thanks she, for calling in, Mary. I forgot to tell Mary to talk nice to it. Oh. So that's always a key. Sing <laughs> to it if you can. Yeah. I don't know about singing, but. <laughs> okay, the biggest well. thing is to have a structure that can withstand the weight. Yeah, for and, sure. And the potential crushing impact that the vine's going to have on the structure. In, in catalog speak, it's a vigorous grower. Oh, okay. And we're not talking a couple two-by-fours holding this thing up. No. Okay. (laughs) It needs to have something substantial, and it also needs to be kept away from the house enough where it's not wrapping around gutters and downspouts and everything else it's going to want to grab a hold of and, and I don't say destroy, but kind of destroy. So so it's kind of an aggressive Uh, ite? Is it an ivy? Not well, it's really? not an ivy, but okay. it's it's a vine. It's a vine, but okay. but it's really it can become really woody and, oh. and heavy. It will just wrap and wrap and wrap. I, I remember and being in an arboretum in um, England one time, and they had a historic wisteria. Um, <laughs> there was it was out it was outside that they had a, a window between you and it. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure why, but anyway, it was. <laughs> It was about... So it um, wouldn't grab you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It might have been. <laughs> it, it, was, it was seriously woody. I mean, it, it, the, the trunk of it was just uh, probably the size of a, um, a basketball. I mean, it was the trunk was huge. Wow. They and, can really form a and tree. And how old? Did, and, did it, it was, how old it was? It was, I, in, in my recollection, it's been a few years, but it was o- over a century old. Okay. And wow. it was going down the building. I mean, it wasn't. they didn't let it touch the building. <laughs> but they, it was going down a trellis uh, that just went on forever. It just was huge. That would be cool. To it was see. amazing. Yeah, it was that amazing. Does sound amazing. And I don't know what species it was. I don't. I, I don't even know that I looked at the sign. But yeah. uh, not all of them do that. That's Some of them. Something you can Google though. Yeah. Do you remember what? Where was it that you were? Where you saw it? I, I can narrow it down to England. Okay. <laughs> Big wisteria, which is not, England. Which is, which is not a small place. <laughs> yeah, it's a little smaller than the U.S., though. You know, so. <laughs> little, it down. little. I'm glad. Yeah, I could have said yes. They still speak <laughs> English. That makes it a little easier, too. <laughs> Sometimes. Now, I have to ask about this. Is that a sweet potato that you have sitting on across the table from me? I don't know if it's a football or a sweet it, potato. Yes. It's, it's like a football. Huge. Yeah. I did not know potatoes could get that large. Isn't that just so? Linda, Linda brought that in. Out what of her would garden. you say? Like it, that's almost twelve inches long, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah pretty yeah. close. Just about. Uh, yeah, it would probably feed a family of six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I was just trying to think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, so make me want to dig the fork out there and and start taking a look. Yeah, you said you hadn't looked at your sweet potato shop. No. And no. so that came from your garden, no, Steve. No, that came from Linda's. From Linda's garden. Yeah. Wow, she must be singing to him. Well, you know, and feeding it's them just, radioactive waste. It's carryover from chrysanthemums, you know. It's, we have these we have these ginormous chrysanthemums that she grew. So why not? You so know, why the not? sweet potatoes doing it too. Wow, they're not going to get one on me. And John, what were you telling me about your grandmother and sweet potatoes? Uh, was or I telling potatoes you about in general sweet potatoes before this show about? How oh she no, could it wasn't tell. my grandmother. It was Linda's mother. Oh, Linda's mother. She said that she could tell something was eating on the potatoes underground because of the way the foliage looked. Isn't and of that course, interesting? As, yes. as it's dug up, it's got a big hole in it. Uh-huh. 
We're like, what do you think, like a vol or something just took a big old cut a few bites out of it underground so forensics was that a small hole when the sweet potato was smaller and as the sweet potato grew the cavity just <laughs> or was that uh, a large hole created after the the potato was that large oh yeah. i don't know i i think our, our first conclusion was correct i think one of these little critters ran into it and knocked itself yeah. out yeah <laughs> Big head imprint. I'm wondering though how she was able to tell from the foliage. Don't know. Let's have her on something next week. underground. She's an experienced gardener. I guess. Well, that's so. like you talk to people that have gardened for years, and they have all these little tricks and things. They yeah, do. for sure. It's. It, I love to talk to people that's about awesome. that. I know. You I know all it. these guys that know how to. They grow these specific tomatoes, and they put all the eggshells and whatever, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know they go to the drugstore and buy things and or you're <laughs> i can't remember the gentleman who came in his name but he he was the tomato expert who told us to go ahead and cut the lower uh stems off and that then was bury that those would be lee kabuti turn into oh, lee kabuti. roots yeah. yes it was lee kabuti yeah. and, and then those would turn into more roots and just feed the plant even more you're right yeah good tips i i just gotta say uh, because i'm just flipping through this this fine gardening magazine magazine Oh, there's a picture of cannas. It says "Design for a late summer show." My cannas are showing off right now. Are they? I, they're <gasps> just stunning. Okay. I have I have four or five in the ground in the backyard, and one in a container um, out front, and they're all just like crazy. They're just beautiful. They are and beautiful. you know that one that had the striped leaf? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we got a whole bunch of them in, but it had uh, the purple and green striped leaves. Oh, it blooms yellow and red, and sometimes on the same scape. No. Yeah. Was there so not just the speckles? Actually, not just the speckles. Solid flowers. Solid red, and then some of them are speckled. Okay. I, I have a couple of yellows that are speckled, and then I have solid yellows. Oh, that's a show right there. Oh my gosh, it's just crazy. But then, it, it, and each they're all just a little bit different. I love the, but uh, this is a picture in, in fine gardening of the purple leaved one. I, the, I have a couple solid purple leaved ones that are one of them's just like this fire engine red flower. Mm. Mm. Well, they both are actually, but it's just a beautiful contrast to that purple leaf. It's just it's, late, late summer. There can be, you know, we've spoken about the sixty-five mile an hour color. Why, yes, I think that would be like. Well, I mean, the cannabis that you're speaking of, um, I think it would be at least a forty mile per hour because when people have them in their yards, I can't help but whip my head around and take a look at because they are stunning. You haven't lived until you've traveled on Interstate um, the 57 North and um, you hit I-80. There used to be a house um, that you could see the yard. It was probably about 150 yards off the road, but you could see the backyard. And if there was 100 cannas, it was just it, that would have been a small amount. Wow! When it was in flower, I mean, I'm surprised there weren't just accidents on the interstate. Uh, seriously, <laughs> it was just like, would be oh my looking God. at all these beautiful flowers. Yeah. And so canna, C A N N A A S. Well, plural would be S, but canna would be oh, canna. singular. It's a singular. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> Any little help I can get helps. <laughs> Well, they are help. spectacular. Yep, they are. Wow. Especially right. now. Show. Yeah, are you is. enjoying the ones in the ground as much or more than the ones in the container? That's right. hard to say. I, I, You know, the one in the container just didn't come along, didn't come along. The ones in the ground came on faster, and they've had flowers on them for a while. But the one in the pot, um, well, it started flowering 
uh, uh, several weeks ago, but it was much later than the ones in the ground. So it just, they've just all taken off. But I got to enjoy the ones in the ground earlier. Good. So that was kind of neat. That is neat. And then, but then are, are they going to keep recycling or blooming for a little while, the ones in the ground? Looks like it to me. Oh, the nice. ones in the pot, too. Now, yeah. they send up new shoots and then new flowerscapes, and um, it just they just keep on uh, keeping they'll on. They'll slow down once it finally does cool off. Well, with as, this resurgence, as, this yeah. continued heat, they're but, just thriving. Yeah, it. they love this. They just, they're loving it. So, you know, if we cooled off a few weeks ago, they'd be slowing down already. And, you know, the less sun we get, the, the less they'll... They'll produce, but yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of things going on. But are you going to save any of the roots for next year? Or are you going to just well, move on? You know, I I I made a vow that I wouldn't do that anymore because I just I just don't want to do that. But I think I will this year. <laughs> <laughs> All year long, and they just green. You're like, mm, maybe not. And now that they're blooming, well, it's like, see, oh yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty of them is they're not just green. In fact, I don't think I have any just green leaved ones. Right. You so about purple, uh, striped and purple, and yeah. Paint. So it's just such a color accent in the garden. If you place them right, if you think about it ahead of time, take pictures right now, mm-hmm. so you can see. Oh, I need color over there. Ah, I need color over there. Now, what is it about Canna though? It, 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 why can't you just leave it in the ground over and overwinter it? Because it'll it die. Just okay. Yeah, it'll freeze. But you can. So you pull them up, pull up the roots. And then what, put them in a crawl space? Or how would you take care of them during the winter? I'd dig them up, not pull them up first. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a very good point to make. And, and see, <laughs> see that, that sweet potato? You're, you're not going to get something that big. But it's it, technically it's a bulb. But you can dig them up and cl- let them dry a little bit and clean them up. And yeah, so if, if you dig them, uh, you know, lay them out on newspapers or cardboard let them dry for a few days. Uh, and if you want, uh, I used to like to hose the soil off yeah. and then let them dry again so that, so that, uh, you know, they, you don't want to put them away wet and then store them. Uh, I used to store them in brown paper bags and keep them above like 40 degrees over the winter. I just thought that's another use for pantyhose. That's a great idea. <laughs> To store your bulbs in. Yeah. Nice. Air circulation. <laughs> temperature. Some air circulation, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. And temperatures like that are hard to find. Yeah. In the home. It is. Or consistent temperatures that Ish. are yeah. up and up and down like that. So yeah. I had an area in my garage that was kinda of by the house where it Yeah, that's nice. Didn't freeze. So yeah. so it's it's not a know. condition I mean it's not a heated garage, right? It's just right. Right. so that's an important issue. Right, you don't want it to be too warm. Sometimes you can put them in a crawl space or basement. Yeah, sometimes. Or if you had a... You just have to watch the temps. Even like a styrofoam cooler or some insulated thing in an unheated garage if you're concerned that the garage could freeze. Yeah. But but I think that what you want to do is avoid the ups and downs too much, if at all possible. And those canna roots, they're going to be much bigger than a finger thickness, so they'll probably be... Up to inch and a quarter ish, yeah. maybe even an inch and a half thick. Yeah. On the large side, and then they could be bigger than your hand easily in terms of. Um, you, you'll you'll find yourself cutting them it? up. Yeah. Oh wow! And so yeah. That sounds like an elephant ear bulb. And it's funny. Yeah. I was just thinking about Not that, but no, those are yeah. those are like those are very bulbs. Large. Yeah. More like this guy. Yeah, yeah. more like they're, that guy. They're kind of long, like and the long and gnarly. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's time to think about finding those spaces and just getting ready to do it because 
we're just three weeks away now. Four, actually, maybe four weeks away from our, our average first frost. And you want to have average. So you want to have bulbs planted before? Oh, you mean the cannabis bulb for the cannabis no, taken you, out? You, you kind of no. that first okay. frost isn't usually that damaging. It doesn't isn't for that long of a period of time. So you it it's okay to wait, and usually it's nice to wait until after that first frost gets them, knocks them down a little bit. Yeah, it's easier to cut them down. Yeah. Okay. Or you don't feel so guilty. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think it, it starts, to, exactly starts it. to signal the decline, and yeah. I think it yeah. helps get some of the food reserves that are still in the plant and the foliage yeah. down into the roots. And yeah. There's a number of things you do that, too. Uh, glads, uh, uh, dahlias, um, just a number of things that you <sighs> can store that. like that for the winter. Yeah, okay. I love dahlias. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. There's some beautiful ones out there now. I wish I could still grow them. Well, and you do have a beautiful selection of bulbs here. In fact, last weekend when uh, my husband was here for the fall festival, he he was drawn to them more than I had been. That's great. He it ended up picking out what we're going to go ahead and plant. It's crazy color. Tutti fruity, some kind of mix. And huh. yes, <laughs> it has incredible color. And so now we're trying to think where do we want to plant the bulbs and then it made me think, isn't it almost time for Jack DeVruman to come and visit? Uh, almost time as in like next Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm psychic. Yeah, so Jack's <laughs> going to be doing a free bulb seminar again right after the radio show. That's great. Uh, That'll be great. Saturday. And yep. Jack DeVruman is just like the expert when it comes to bulbs. And it's been in his family, from what I understand, for quite some time. So Several generations. Yes. Yeah. So he lives and breathes them, you know. Uh -huh. yeah. So if there's something you want to know. It was in his genes he, <laughs> as he was so to speak. born. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> so. just this is the time to come and find out everything you always wanted to know. That I mean, like everything. Outdoor yeah. bulbs. It would be for indoor forcing bulbs. Exactly. You name oh, it. right. You cover yeah. the whole gamut. So. Yes. But, okay. But yeah, Absolutely. that's all uh, again, all part of your planning. Where where do I want that color this coming spring? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, not especially the nature of a gardener, but there we go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not not only that, but where will I be able to see it the most from inside my it's house? Part of the planning, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and when the foliage is gnarly, what am I going to plant around it so I don't have to look at the gnarly foliage? Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't yeah. cut yours off. <laughs> I had I had a gentleman <coughs> I had a gentleman tell me the other day that um, he actually braided the leaves after after they flowered, braided the leaves. Wow, that's neat. That impresses me like crazy. I wonder how it looked. Oh, I'll bet it, it was just okay. awesome. Just, that was, was a, so that was a Martha Stewart thing a few yeah. years ago. She oh would, yeah, she had in her magazine about about braiding foliage. Braiding foliage. Really? Yeah. That's neat. Well, it's yeah. just an alternative idea. to Mary Ann's whack them off after they get done flowering. <laughs> That's what which, I've been doing. Which you're not supposed to do, but of course. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And, and by braiding the foliage, you're probably not doing the plant as much good as if you just let it alone mm -hmm. because you're reducing the amount of surface area that's exposed to the sunlight that's producing food for the next year. But I suppose the braid would be a little bit better for the plant than the whack. I'm quite sure it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite sure. Whack-a-doodle. There goes Marianne. <laughs> I'm out there. Do as I say, not as I do. I said that. <laughs> That's right. I said it first. Don't do this at home. <laughs> now, I've been noticing as you flip through this magazine yeah. you have in front of you, yeah. you keep returning to this page. I love this page. Okay, it's it's the uh, popcorn plant. Uh, we sold this this, this year. Uh, when you brush it, the oils smell like popcorn. Buttered, buttered popcorn. popcorn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I remember I mean, exactly. Megan's the, the textures, 
awesome too. Exactly. I don't care how it smells. I I just love the yellow uh, flowers on it. Mine are just blooming their full heads off right now. Really? But the texture of the leaves is the just foliage, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I, and I put I put one in the ground. Actually, it's really close to the cannas, which I meant to say the hummingbirds love. Oh. The cannas. But anyway, I, I put one of these next, or pretty close to one of my purple leaf cannas. It, the, the contrast is just striking. The texture contrast, the color contrast, uh, the, the foliage color contrast, mm-hmm. now the flower color contrast. Just really pretty. Beautiful. And then so we are have those both full sun? They're full sun. Okay. We have a customer that, came, has, that comes in um, every week. She's here every week. Uh, awesome. With her friends, they just have a good time. You're talking they have about a great me? time. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> but she has one. Of these. She she was very proud to tell me that she has one that is taller than hers. It's and she's not real tall, but anyway, she said I know it's six feet tall. She's really? named it. She's named it Jack. <laughs> it's like Jack and the Beanstalk. And oh, how cute! Isn't that awesome? That's how great. tall are yours? Uh, mine are probably four and a half, five feet tall right now. So container the, or the the in, the ground. in the ground. In the ground. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna let them go until they. And then how do tall are your cannas right now? Oh, lots taller than me. They're probably six, seven feet tall, except for one of them, which was supposed to be three or four feet tall. It's it's I'm looking it in the face, so it's it's a little <laughs> bit shorter. Right. Not much. A little over five feet. Yeah. Okay. So would it would it work then to have one of the popcorn plants in front of yeah. Canis, and then you would have that nice yeah stacked layering look exactly yes. okay. It just, but it's I just beautiful. love the yellow. I just think that that color, the texture of this attracts me as much as yeah, the color does. But you were cool talking about, about the sixty-five mile an hour color, yes. and that's just totally. A, that's well. That's certainly what was getting my attention was the the beautiful bright yellow. Well, and in this photograph, they've underplanted it with um, a yellow coleus, a, a yellow leafed coleus, oh, which coleus. is just lovely. Yes. So it, and what do you call it when they flower like that? Not weeping. Hardly. Is it, is it weeping or <laughs> no? That's a, a real upright, oh, direct. Sorry, I'm you're not at it sideways. sideways. Okay. Oh. A sideways weeper. I see a stem in there. Okay. <laughs> what do you call that? Oh, that's a flower. Kind of like bluebells or something. A flowerscape. Flower <laughs> <laughs> Goofball. You're learning. We're, yeah. we're proud of you. If anybody uh, thinks that's weeping, it should be me from where I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> see, it I is weeping. I also didn't have I'm my glasses holding on. On. I use that excuse all the time. Oh, I don't have my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fall can be a real exciting time in the it garden for, with annuals and stuff. It's really pretty. Absolutely. It can indeed. What have you got this, this showing off right now? Oh, well, my containers. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have a, I have a alocasia. I love those. It is huge. It's about four to five feet tall. Wow. And in a it, container. In a container is wow. wow. And then it's underplanted with some uh, cordy lines. And, nice. And then I use the lismachia, the the creeping jenny, the that you don't want to let, green. That you don't want to lo- let loose in your garden. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But it's got this huge, you know, arrow-shaped leaf, and it's, it's, it's kind of really soft green, and then there's white silver veining, and then nice. underneath the leaf is more of a purple or lavender color, Ooh. which is really cool. I love those plants. Yeah. Love them. Speaking of plants, though, which is what the whole show is about, I guess. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was looking at your house plants back there, and you guys have put up these special signs that make it easy for people to uh, to try to figure out which 
which plants would work best for them and considering you know whether they have a medium light or a low light and uh you, you what made you do that and thank you for doing that <laughs> well it's so important because people will come in and say i don't have very much light you know what can i grow but i really want to you know i really want plants mm-hmm. or or i have this room you know, it's got it's got floor to ceiling windows. You know. Oh yes, oh. you want something taller. Yeah. But if they're north facing, it's not so bad. But if they're south facing, that's totally different. Ah. And I can't tell you how many people I've said, which which direction does that window face? Yeah. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so it's important. So anyway, yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. All right. Keep in mind still that uh, next week we have bulb specialist Jack DeVruman here on the show and he'll be having classes later that day here at Prairie Gardens. Am I missing anything, Steve? I think you nailed it. We talked about fall. Okay. We talked about gardening. Okay. All sorts of sales kind of in the, in the right Check now. it all out. Decorating right inside and outside, yeah. front porch. You and you it. guys are always here at the store. If anybody has further questions during the week, come on into Prairie Gardens. Yeah, we and, live here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're always That's here. That's what you're here for. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk here on DWS.